Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's May. 24th of May. It's 2017, and we have 15 baseball games on tonight's slate. Five early games, 10 late games, and a unusual but refreshing three-man podcast today. Notorious, how you doing, my friend? I'm learning the hard way that once you have a kid uh, and he gets sick, the whole family gets sick, and then uh, just pass it back and forth. It's been like a month now, but uh, other than that, I'm doing well. Do you want to hear my kid's story from today really quick? <laughs> yeah. I, my daughter wakes me up at 6.50 this morning, and she's like, Daddy, I have a bloody nose. So I, I walk her back across the house to the you know her bathroom, and I realize that she walked across the house, and there's blood everywhere, on the floor, on the carpet, everywhere. So that's how my morning started. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, yeah, kid, kid, dad life, man. Um, Siege, you get to join the Dad Life podcast. This is the Dad Life Wednesdays. Yeah, but let's be real. You guys are still the winners in this uh, whole exchange. <laughs> no, I like it. I like I, it. Look, look at CG. He's such a softy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I spent like five hours with this guy when he was in Disney and never said a bad word. Just Siege is just a, too much of a nice guy. Yeah. Sadly, that's my image, too, and people love to trample over it. But that's okay. I was, I'm glad you guys had me on the podcast. I, I I uh, wanted to get two things across on this podcast. One, uh, you know, Arizona tilts with Kobe. We all know how this ends. And two, I wanted to ask Notorious, any final words before Gordon Hayward leaves Utah for Boston? Oh, man. It's going to suck. I think he's going to leave. I really do. And then, uh, yeah, Jazz finally making a move up the Western Conference. Now they're going to be board fringe playoff team again. Uh, yeah, it sucks. But I am excited for Boston. I mean, yeah, what are they going to do with that number one pick? Fultz, like Fultz and Hayward. Oh man, like, they're gonna trade it in that whole fourth quarter. If Gordon Hayward is watching the game, he's like, "Man, they need to go to scorer, and that's me." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be good if he signs with them. Poor right, you guys realize basketball is over and basketball sucks, right? You, you know, my team was actually in the playoffs and actually showed some heart in Game Three, so I decided to show up for Game Four as a fan and be like really excited. My team yeah. has been home since uh, April. Well, your team also just like signed like two guys I've never heard of to be GM and president. So you're on you're on the list. Listen, anything is better than the GM we've had. Are you That's a Magic true. fan? Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. I'm a Jeff Green fan. Uh, Jeff Green. <laughs> Nobody's Ser- a Jeff Green fan. No, seriously, we went to a Magic game. There was a bunch of us down there in Orlando, and Stevie scripted like thirty percent Jeff Green. <laughs> yeah, notorious. I'm actually a Jeff Green fan, like hundred percent Jeff Green. Yeah, I I used to be a Celtics fan because I was a big KG fan, so I followed him over to Boston, and and all the Jeff Green days in Boston just yeah, <laughs> really I can't deal with them anymore. Ever. 
Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, we got some baseball to talk about. We also need to talk about our sponsor. If you guys have not checked out PlayDraft, make sure you head on over there. It's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to six hundred bucks. Awesome format here for this, you know, fifteen day slate. So you get, you know, play the 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 fifteen game slate, and then they'll have a slate for the ten games. So you'll you'll get plenty of action over there on PlayDraft today. So make sure you guys are checking them out. We're gonna get started here at Minnesota at Baltimore. Jose Barreras against Chris Tillman, nine total in this game. Um, no real big favorite here, expecting a lot of runs. It's a it's an unusual podcast. We're going to get a cash game view, and we're going to get a tournament view here. Uh, Notorious, what are you looking at here in this game for the pitchers? Uh, yeah, got to like Barrios. Uh, strikeout upside, struck out 11 in his last start. Uh, you know, he's shown a ton of promise in the minors. One of the top prospects of the organization. And, uh, you know, really struggled last year, but looks like he's trying to – or sort of figuring things out here. So, yeah, I like him against uh, kind of a high strikeout Orioles offense, kind of a boomer bust play. But in this early slate, we don't really have a lot when it comes to pitching. Um, so I really don't mind him in cash games or tournaments. Have this early slate for pitching is just – it's so bad. Uh, Siege, you have any interest in either one of these guys? I have interest in Barrios on DraftKings. No, no, have you opened FanDuel yet? It's 9400 He's the most expensive pitcher on the <laughs> slate. Like, I'm sorry, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of expensive. Like, Strowman's going up against Milwaukee. I- I'll go to battle with that, or I'll go to battle even with Chris Tillman on the other side before I go to battle with Jose Barrios at 9400 Yeah, the thing about Barrios, um, I expect a little bit of regression here. Um, the Sierra and XFIP definitely agree with some regression. I don't think he'll be as bad as he was last year. It's just the guy is not going to have a soft contact rate 3% higher than his hard contact rate all season. Um, the swinging strike rate, the strikeout rate could stay above 20 25%. But the hard contact is going to come back up. Um, I don't hate him here. Baltimore, a team that can definitely strike out. And like we've already said, the pitching on the slate is pretty bad. Looking at the bats in this game, we'll start Minnesota. Uh, Notorious, anything stand out to you here against Chris Tillman? Uh, so Tillman, kind of a reverse splits guy, uh, higher X, hard contact, uh, lower strikeout rate against righties. So don't mind Brian Dozier, Miguel Sano. Uh, always like Max Kepler. Uh, his price is pretty good, and uh, he's been swinging a hot bat. And then uh, how about STL Cards winning a GPP with uh, Joe Maurer? <laughs> That's awesome. I think I'm sorry. I love the STL Cards. I can't help but laugh. Everybody knows that I hate Joe Maurer as a fantasy player. I think that it's pretty known. Um, and you think he's a good athlete, whatever. You know, he's just not a uh, – What? congrats cards. Like I said last night in the pod, congrats. Um, CJ, what are you looking at here on Minnesota? Yeah, it's the righties. Like, I actually don't mind Chris Tillman in tournaments just because, like, we know he has upside. And if his, his sl- if his pitches are working, like, he can stifle this Minnesota offense. Like, they've been hot for sure. But like on a short slate, you only have so many options. Like you're not rostering Randall Delgado, and you're not rostering Bolquez, and you're not rostering Sonny Gray, which kind of gets you down to three or four guys like pretty much immediately. So I don't mind the idea of Chris Tillman at like five percent in tournaments and kind of just going to war with him. But yeah, the guys that Noda mentioned are like the top ones for sure. Looking at the Baltimore side of things, um, is there anything that stands out to you in tournaments here, CJ? Stack or bust. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing you're you're feeling the same way, Notorious. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of his starts last year, Barrios just got lit up. So uh, yeah, I mean, two starts is good this season, but uh, you never know what's going to happen. So definitely like a stack here. Probably not using any of the individual plays though. 
Yeah, like I, I feel like it'll be a low on stack too, because especially on Fanduel, you see the price. Um, you know, people are gonna have interest in the pitcher, and nobody's gonna play the stack. So I, I think that you could definitely look at the stack here. Uh, moving on, Toronto at Milwaukee. Marcus Stroman against Matt Garza. Matt Garza blast from the past. Like he's um, maybe figuring out how to pitch again. I don't know, but um, what are we looking at in cash games here, uh, Torres? Uh, definitely looking at Stroman. He's probably, you know, by far the safest uh, pitcher in the slate. Guy that gets a lot of ground balls uh, facing a Brewers offense that can strike out quite a bit. Um, and Brewers are a lot better with Thames and Braun and Shaw and VR all healthy, but uh, I still think he's the best option, at least in cash games. Um, he's actually pretty much a pick em game, which I'm surprised. Um, I guess Vegas uh, believes in Garza or something. The guy has a 2.43 ERA. You know, we love ERA on this show. <laughs> yeah. This line is like, that's the problem with Drummond. It's like they're pretty much just telling me that this game's going to go over and that like Toronto and Milwaukee are going to have success here. And yeah. when you think about it, it kind of makes sense, right? They've got VR, Thames, and Shaw in that top of the lineup, and Stroman is just awful against lefties. So I could see that, but. Well, CJ, yeah, I, I, from like a tournament perspective, I think I agree with Notorious. You're playing cash. I think you play Strowman and just eat the ownership, whatever. But on the tournament side, we got a five-game slate. We don't have a lot of pitching options. He's going to be really popular. Can you see a fade here? I actually think Barrios is like the chalk on one pitcher's sites. Like on Fanduel, like I still think Barrios is the chalk over Strowman. Like, is that wrong? No, I just don't. I, I, I don't. I think he might be just because, I mean, 9,400 is not too much for a pitcher. You can still get most of the bats that you want in there. And, uh, yeah, people are going to chase that last start. Last two. He's, he's looked good yeah. in both starts, yeah. Seven seven and a thirds in both two starts. And so. he's got a pedigree, too. Like, it's not like he's just, you know, some random call-up that had two good starts. It's a guy that we expected to crush last year with very sharp players were on him for months at a time, expecting this discounted performance. So... If he's the chalk, I can understand playing Strowman in tournaments. But if Strowman's going to be the fifty percent chalk, like I'm going to play the guy between Barrios and Strowman, who's lower owned. Gotcha, Chris Jamino, tough job tomorrow, my friend. Um, poor guy, poor, poor guy. guy. Like, he just gets everyone needs him every day. Poor you guy. know, we need to do a podcast with him. Um, you know, you and I talk about him all the time. We need to, we need to. And Chris, I know you listen to the podcast. The invite is there. Let's Try make that. it happen. Hit us up. Let's make it happen. Um, looking at Garza, uh, we're just fading him, right? Like, he's not this good. He's going to regress. Yeah, I'm not on Garza. Uh, big difference between ZRA and Sierra. Uh, 36% hard contact uh, on the season, which isn't good. Uh, below average strikeout rate. I'm not buying him. The, the thing is, like, what, not even the hard contact. He has a 10% soft contact. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's everything he's throwing is getting hit and it's getting hit kind of medium to hard. So yeah. Um, I'll, I'll pass on Garza CJ looking at the Toronto bats. What do you like here? That's kind of the problem. Like can Garza hold on runners? Like that's the only thing that would make me interested is like Ezekiel Carrera is if Garza can't hold anyone on, but if I remember correctly, he's actually decent. Let me look at his fan grass page real quick. But I'm pretty sure he's pretty decent at holding on runners. So yeah, he yeah, is a, pretty good. Yeah, so it's just like – it's kind of what makes me interested in the just don't completely suck Matt Garza comp- tournament play because when you hear the rest of the option on this slate, you're going to realize real quick not completely sucking is uh, a very exciting option. 
Notorious, anything you like here for the Blue Jays? Uh, I like Smoke or Morales, whoever ends up starting at first base. Uh, Devin Travis has been swinging a hot bat. Garza is a lot better against righties. But I uh, don't mind playing the hot streak every now and then uh, outside of that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't like Garza, but I don't really love the Blue Jays offense either. It's because they just don't have any big lefties outside of Smoke and Morales, and you're only going to get one of them in this lineup. So it, it just – man, maybe Garza is not the craziest thing in the world. If we see, what, six righties in this lineup, uh, Smoke or Morales with Correa and Goins, it's, it's only three lefties. Goins on a four-game slate with shortstop being awful isn't the worst tournament stand I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, maybe Coglin. Yeah, cheap. maybe Coglin starts, but it'd be interesting to see what the Blue Jays lineup. If we see six, seven righties, maybe Garza is not the worst option in the world. But like Smoke or Morales, I agree. I want, I kind of want the one off there. Um, looking at the Brewers, notorious. What stands out to you? Nothing really. Um, Stroman definitely worse against lefties, but he still has a 60% ground ball rate against lefties in the last two years. So I'm not too interested in anybody here. Uh, Brewers are kind of a team that does hit a lot of ground balls to begin with. Uh, you can look at Thames and Shaw, but uh, I think I'm going to pass. What do you think here, um, CJ? The R Thames Shaw is the only thing I would ever consider. James has been pretty neutral fly ball, ground ball guy. Um, it, it's just the guy's hitting everything hard. So, like, if there's a guy that I'm going to play against Stroman, it's probably, you know, our boy, Eric Thames. Um, moving on. Linus page is messed up. Miami at Oakland, Edison Volquez against Sonny Gray. I could see Sonny Gray gaining some traction here. Uh, Notorious, is he in play in cash? Yeah, I think he's in play. Uh, Miami is a lot better against righties and lefties. Um, you know, they're not a team that strikes out a whole lot. Gray hasn't really shown a lot of strikeout upside in the last two seasons, but he does uh, induce a lot of ground balls, and this is a big ballpark. Um, Over-under set at nine, which is kind of high for a game in this ballpark. But, um, yeah, I think I'd probably lean to Stroman or Barrios, but uh, I could see Gray getting a little popular. Sunny Gray sucks. Um, <laughs> I just, I just throwing that out there. Like Sunny Gray is bad. Um, Sunny Gray viable in cash is the moment that you hear that you think, hmm, maybe I shouldn't play cash games on this slate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, I'm guessing neither one of us have, any of us have any interest in Volquez here. Not for I me. don't know how bad, how bad is the Oakland lineup. I just look like if they roll out a bunch of righties, I guess he's not terrible. Like he doesn't like, give up. Is Alonzo going to play the day game after the night game after coming off the DL? Probably not. If we kind of can get like seven righties, I mean, like we don't like the options on the slate are terrible. They're all terrible. Our options between terrible A, terrible A, B, and terrible C. So you know. This actually is not the worst matchup in the world for Volquez. He doesn't give up home runs. He has a high ground ball rate against righties. Um, doesn't give up a lot of hard contact rate to righties. You're not going to need 25 DK points out of a pitcher on this slate. So I actually, you know, depending on the lineup, like if Vote and Matt Joyce are the two lefties and Alonzo sits, like, or I guess Jed Lowry too. So there'd be six, five or six. Um, I, he's not the worst option here. Massive park too. Yeah, the total kind of worries me, but I could see that going down. Looks like it's Eight already half is the lowest total on the slate. What are you worried about? Yeah, it looks like it already went. it opened at nine. I have written nine written down, and it's eight and a half already. Like none of these options are good. Every team on the slate that's not named the Reds has its team total over four. So it's all about survival at pitcher on the slate. 
All right, I know I'm stacking the Reds. Um, Miami Marlins, notorious. Anything you like here? Uh, not a ton. Sunny Gray is pretty neutral with lefties and righties. Uh, don't mind like Yelich and Bohr, but not really guys that are core plays for me. Uh, do we know how good he is at holding runners? I I never pull up that sheet. Um, what I'm looking at here with Sonny Gray, uh, it's a smaller sample size, but he's given up a lot of home runs and a lot of hard contact to righties. Thirty-eight percent, one point seven eight home run per nine against righties. So maybe Ozuna, Stanton, CJ. Sure, I guess Sonny Gray looks to be decent at holding on runners. Um, yeah, I don't hate the idea. I just think that I would. It's. I guess on FanDuel, I'm more likely to roster these guys than I am on DraftKings. I think I'm going to be more likely to attack a team in the very last game on uh, DraftKings just because of, you know, late start, ownership, no lineup out type deals. But I wouldn't hate the idea if you're playing on FanDuel. All right, looking at Oakland, I really don't see anything that I like here. Uh, Notorious, what about you? Yeah, so I'm just going to depend on which lefties are in the lineup. Uh, Volquez really struggles against South Park. Batters from the left side, 36% hard contact, 11% walk rate. Uh, so you could look at Joyce, Lowry, Alonzo, Vote uh, if they're in the lineup. That's about it, though. Has anybody de- like declined as bad as Steven Vote over the last two years? Is he- oh, he's so bad. He has, what, two home runs hitting 218. He has eight RBIs. Who's on the DL for a long time? Like, let's calm down a little bit there. Thirty-three <laughs> games, eight RBIs. I didn't say it was good, but like, it's not like as bad as you're making it sound to me. Yeah, he sucks. Um, what about you, CJ? Anything here? Let's see. Oakland's on the slate. Hmm. Chris Davis with a K. Sure. Uh, always. Chad Pinder, by the way. Like over the like, say what you want about his sample size. If you, if you throw him on a chart for average exit velocity, he is uh, second uh, between Miguel Sano and like some other amazing player who I can't remember right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying he's good, but right now he is mashing the ball everywhere. Mashing the ball. Chicago at Arizona, Jose Quintana against Randall Delgado. Bullpen game? Delgado a starter now? Yeah, this is the fifth spot that they uh, they didn't give to Archie Bradley. So it looks like it's a uh, bullpen tech game here. Yeah, I'm trying to find if there's any pitch count or anything. Um, I'm sure there would be, but who that? I mean, it'll come out tomorrow. Like he's been in the bullpen all year. He's not going to just go throw 80 pitches. Yeah, he threw three innings on the 19th. Was his last outing? Anything here, pitchers wise, for you, Notorious? I uh, usually like Quintana quite a bit. You know, he's a guy that. Limits hard contact, above average strikeout rate, uh, typically lower on than he should be, but I don't think we can use him against the Diamondbacks on the road. Um, I do believe the roof is going to be closed, if I saw that right a couple days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that helps a little bit, but not enough to where uh, I think I want to play him against all these righties from the Diamondbacks. It was 44 pitches this last time out. I wouldn't expect him to throw more than 70 here. So, um, Returning, by the way, I have to hop in. Quintana's in play. Like, if you look at talent-wise, like, he is the most talented pitcher on the slate. His situation might be the worst, but he is the most talented pitcher on the slate, and I don't want to start fading the most talented pitcher on four or five game slates. I'd take him over Gray, for sure. Yeah, well, Gray sucks. Um, (laughs) So is everyone else on the slate. That's the whole point, right? You know, like, I know the matchup sucks, but at some point you got to bet on talent. 
Or you just sleep in and don't play this late. Um, don't don't tap me, Stevie. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> like you know, we're we're doing the podcast a little earlier than we usually do. Um, you know, do your little bit of content you need to do for the early slate and you know, sleep in. Um, nice will be the show, and then uh, get out of here. There you go. Um, looking at no Delgado. Don't play him. Just don't do that. Agreed. All right. How sure are you about that, Stevie? I can be really sure. Don't play him. Okay. Let me make the counter argument. You would play him on DraftKings at 4K. We have now made bad arguments about Stroman, Quintana, Gray, Tillman, Volquez, Garza. We have said like negative things about six of the eight pitchers on the slate. I didn't realize that, he's there, 4K. If there are six bad pitchers on the slate and there is one good bad pitcher, there's one good pitcher and there's one 4K guy that lets you play all the bats against all those terrible pitchers. The only I've like, heard of crazier ideas. Like the 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 counter argument to your counter argument, I'm gonna do all lawyer on you here. <laughs> um, you could play Jose Barreros and Stroman and still have four thousand dollars per player. So like it's not sure, like, but four thousand per player does not let you roster guys like Goldschmidt, Sano, uh, uh, Trumbo, Bautista, like all of them. I'm not saying some, like literally all of them. Dozier, like whoever you want, you get to roster whoever you want. All right, not the craziest thing. Um, let's talk bats in this game. We'll start with the White Sox. They do look like they're going to get a bullpen game here. If I remember correctly, there's only one lefty in the Arizona bullpen. I'll look that up really quick. Um, what are you looking at here, Notorious? Yeah, I was just going to ask if there's any lefties, uh, long relievers from the Diamondbacks, because we know White Sox can't have right-handed pitching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know they're not very good against righties. So, I mean, I don't mind Jose Abreu. Um it's not particularly interested in any of these guys, really. Oh, there's actually a couple lefties, but they're lefties that you really would love to be in the game. Yeah, Chafin, right? No, it's even better than that. It's um, well, I guess Chafin's oh, Jorge like the de la Rosa. Guy. How did I forget? I was gonna say Jorge de la Rosa and TJ McFarland. Like those are lefties you actually really want to the game. I knew about McFarland. I just always forget Jorge de la Rosa is on that team. Always. It's a long man. So uh, Frazier and Abreu and Anderson and every lefty, every every righty is in play because they're priced to face a righty and they're going to get a bunch of innings against a bad lefty. Yeah, they got Chapin back too. He's a lefty. So I guess they have three lefties in this bullpen. My bad. It's four. I like it. So what happened to Avisel Garcia last night? He got scratched. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, what are you looking at here on the White Sox, CJ? All the righties, because everyone's going to play the lefties. Because like, oh, they're facing a righty. When the reality, they're going to see a lot of at bats against lefties too. So the Frasers, you know, if Garcia makes a lineup, Frazier, oh, Davidson, all the righties, all. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I, I actually like that. Um, Frazier hit a massive home run. I don't know if you guys were watching the Arizona game earlier, but Frazier hit a bomb in that game. So uh, looking at the Arizona side here, you know, we we mentioned Quintana, most talented pitcher on the slate. I don't think any of us are agree or disagree with that. When you're looking at Arizona here, CJ, what are you looking at in tournaments? Uh, the righties, like, you know, I I think I fade Goldie on the slate just because he's the most expensive and people are going to roster him. You know, the most talented hitter against the most expensive pitcher. I feel like people are going to roster the hitter and not the pitcher, so I will probably fade Goldie, but. I wouldn't hate Tomas or Ahmed or Owings or any of those righties, really, to be honest. Yeah, Ahmed's been hitting that two spot against lefties lately. I think that's a good spot. Uh, Derek, what are we looking at here in tournaments? Or cash, my bad. 
Yeah, I can agree. I mean, if you have the cash, I think you can definitely pay up for Goldschmidt. Uh, I like Owings and Tomas as well. Um, I like that three-man stack. But yeah, I mean, Quintana, he's pretty tough against righties uh, for a lefty. Holds him to a 306 Woba uh, with 22% strikeout rate. So it's definitely not a great matchup. All right. Last game on this early slate, we got Cincinnati at Cleveland. Bonilla against Bauer. Oh, yeah. These two pitchers are awesome. <laughs> awesome. No. I like Bonilla, so don't make fun of him. Dead serious. Sell us. Yeah, sell us. He's got talent. And half, and like six of the pitchers on the slate don't. Like, yeah, he got roughed up against Colorado, like no doubt about it. But you know, he's two of his three starts have been at home, and they've been against Colorado and the Cubs. Like the one time he faced like a ma- average offense in a decent park, he went eight innings, struck out five. You know, you you would take that for his price. You know, this Indians offense hasn't been very hot. I know E five finally hit some home runs today, but they've been kind of hot up and down all year. No one knows who Zubania is. He's been kind of on a bunch of random day slates. Hasn't been on a main slate yet, so no one's like touted him up. Like I think he's talented, and I think he's in play here. Yeah, I just realized I should have when I saw the six o'clock start time. I should have realized this game flip flop, this series flip flop, this Cleveland. Um, so you're the only site that I saw this game on is Fanduel that six o'clock start. So like, like his price is sixty nine hundred, and Volquez is sixty seven. Who would you rather play? Uh, that's a fair question. Um, I don't know. Okay. Um, Derek, is there any pitchers that you like in this game? By Derek, you. Oh, Jesus. Good morning, CJ. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really. Um, I mean, Bauer's a pretty big favorite, and uh, he should have some regression coming his way. <laughs> the difference between his Sierra and ERA is nearly three runs. Um, he has shown some strikeout upside this year, but he's just not really a guy that I play. Uh, gives up a lot of hard contact. Fly ball pitcher. Um, yeah, and I mean, I got burned by using Carrasco against the Reds last night. So, yeah, I'm not too interested in Bauer. Yeah, I don't like him either. Um, love Billy Hamilton in the spot. Love Billy Hamilton here. No? Okay. CJ, what do you like here for the Reds? <laughs> Uh, I don't mind the stack against Bauer because it's Bauer. That's really about it. And they get the DH, which means we're going to get some scooter. We're going to get some scooter action. Yeah, bad ninth, too. Nobody to play him. I, I, I projected lineup page is wonderful, but uh, Peraza will bat ninth than any realistic lineup. He's been salary on Fandle, too, where this game is. Scooter is 2K. Yeah, he'll bat seventh right behind Sheb. He's perfect. Yep. Uh, Derek, is there anything here you like for the Reds? Yeah, like. Uh... I like Scooter. I like uh, Joey Votto. Uh, looks like Bauer gives up 38% hard contact to lefties. Uh, don't mind Billy Hamilton. Always causing fits uh, when he gets on. So, yeah, those are three guys I'm looking at. You can tell we bring a cash game on or a cash game player on when Joey Votto gets mentioned in this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you guys dislike Votto so much? He just doesn't have a lot of turn of upside. Have you ever watched him hit? Like, he chokes up on the bat so much when he gets two strikes, he just tries to poke the baseball. Like, it's, you just don't want that guy at first base in tournaments. Like you want a guy that's going to strike out three times trying to hit home runs. All right, he he still has a lot of home runs. Yeah, he plays in a Great American Small Park. I can hit it out of there. <laughs> just saying. Um, looking at the Cleveland side, anything pique your interest, Derek? 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, we don't have a really big uh, sample size on vanilla. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't mind a stack here. Indians really good against right-handed pitching. They've been cold this year, but I mean, if you look at their lineup, pretty much they're one through six, all with great numbers against righties. So uh, definitely like a stack here uh, if you're not playing Bonilla. Shortstop's kind of weak on this slate. I think Lindor is going to be extremely popular. Just looking at how the slate shortstop's sets up. Shortstop's weak. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Always an Ahmed against a lefty. What are you talking about? Ahmed's not shortstop on FanDuel where the slate is. Oh, yeah, he is. What? 2,300. I'll shut up. Yes, he is. Um, Get out of here. <laughs> I, I might not know his name, but at least I know what position Ahmed plays. <laughs> uh, what do you like here uh, on the Indians, CJ? I like the stack. I really wouldn't touch it any other way. It'd be low on too. FanDuel, nobody have the lineup. It'd be a six o'clock game with the twelve thirty lock. Yeah, that's my. That's why I'm playing this game a lot in tournaments. Yeah. All right, let's move on to this late slate. Um, it's it's interesting. Let's say that Seattle at Washington. Yep, against Tanner Rorick, and yep, I mean Sam Javilio. I don't know. Whatever. The next person that tweets me, say like trying to correct like how I pronounce names, I'm just gonna block you. Um, just so you know, like that is the most tilting thing for me ever. So just just a heads up if you want to um, correct how I pronounce a name. Um, looking at this game, is there any interest in the pitchers here, Derek? Uh, not for me, at least not for uh, Sam Gavaglio. Yeah, that guy. His name. Uh, okay. Below 20% strikeout rate in his last three seasons in the minors, so don't expect that to change here in the majors. Uh, Tanner Roark, just not really a guy that I play very often. Uh, limited strikeout upside. Uh, kind of gives up a lot of walks for a guy that pitches to contact. And then, uh, you know, the Mariners' offense is pretty good against right-handed pitching, so not really. Yeah, like, uh, I don't like Roark in this spot either. It, it, I feel like this is a tough spot for him here against Seattle. Like, anytime Seattle's on the road, like, I always have interest in the Seattle bats. Uh, CJ, like either one of these pitchers? Oh, he doesn't have sound now. Sorry, I muted my mic. This has all, this is an awful spot for Roark. Yeah, that's what we said. My, even, my, the cash game side, <laughs> even the cash game guy said it was an awful spot for Roark. Yeah, he can get a single lefty out, and this last one had at least, like, four lefties. All right, let's talk some bats here. We'll start with the Seattle side. Uh, what are you looking at here, CJ? Uh, Gamble, Cano, Seager. Uh, did, they, did they play Seattle today, by the way? Or no? They played um... – I don't know. Yeah, they played Seattle. It was uh, Bregman, Bergman, whatever. He got did, destroyed. Did Cruz, did Cruz actually play the outfield? He was in the lineup. In that, okay, then yeah, he did. Because that Philly series, he didn't play any outfield game. So I was just curious if they were just not playing him in these interleague series. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he played. Well, if he played, then that's okay. Then you can kind of count on him being in the lineup because this lineup without Cruz would be kind of a disaster. Yeah, he played. Uh, he got pinch hit for late in the game, but yeah, or he got pitch. He got taken out in the field in the late in the game, but whatever. I was gonna say pinch hit for it's one thing. <laughs> That'd be a no. Yeah, um, he got <laughs> replaced. He played right field, so yeah, he played the outfield. Okay, awesome. Uh, what do you like here, Derek? Yeah, same guys, the lefties, uh, Gamble, Cano, Seager. Don't mind Cruz if you want to do the four-man stack. All right, looking at the Washington side, uh, Notorious. I'm going to just keep – I like like just flip-flopping the names now. It's fun. Um, just call me Natoto. You're fine. Natoto, yes. <laughs> Greatest pod ever. Um, <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, uh, who was it? What was it? Oh, Mute. Mute. Uh, yeah, Monty Muto. Monty Muto, yes. 
Uh, looking at the Washington side, I, I think you definitely have interest in Harper and Murphy here, right? So this has nothing to do with uh, tonight's game, but in Joe Ross's four starts, uh, the Nationals scored 61 runs, so just something to keep in mind. Uh, put on the board right now. <laughs> oh, that's right. They, they put the 20, that's right. They scored the 20-something on one of his damn starts, too. And he's been in the minors for a while, too. Yeah. And tonight they went off for 10 or 11. Uh, anyway, uh, I like the Nationals' offense quite a bit. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about this uh, pitcher, but low strikeout rate in the minors, which I like. Uh, like Turner, Harper, Zimmerman, Murphy, then Rendon. Uh, he's just one of those guys that when he gets hot, uh, he just hits doubles and home runs. So don't mind him either. He's hot. He's hot. Two home runs yeah. on. Man, I I made a sticky note. Joe Ross, Joe Ross, Washington bats right on the iMac right in front of me. So I don't forget that next time. Uh, what do you like here on the Washington side, um, Siege? Harper Murphy, I kind of worry about the ownership based on what they did tonight, though. Like, And I guess a guy people don't know, it could get to some insane level where I probably will have to watch from the sidelines. But in principle, they're a good play. My problem is there's a stack that I love today that I'm going to have a tough time you know, playing a bunch of other teams. So we'll have to see how uh, – maybe you guys have talked me off my stack that I love. We'll see. Do they play in the uh, the Big Apple? They do. Uh, Colorado at Philadelphia. Tyler Chatwood against Jeremy Hellickson. Man, our Hellickson debate last time. Um, this is not one of those times where you want to play this guy. <laughs> no, it's not the same fine. spot. Not even close. Okay, fine. Whatever. Congratulations. You got 16 or 17 DK points. So, I did. Uh, and he pulled his hamstring running to second base. Like, what if- Yeah, he would have given up more runs next inning. He got lucky. He was at 81 pitches. He was going more, baby. He was going. Yeah, he would have given up some home runs. It would have gone bad for him. It was the 6, 7, 8. That's what really pissed me off. <laughs> Just yeah. The yeah, that's that exactly it. where it goes bad. He gives up two singles. The pitcher butts him over. There's two earned runs later, and you're really tilted that he went out there. I was on CJ's side on, the, on that argument. No, it's fine. Everybody was on CJ's side. It, like, it, it, it was a good side to be on. Everyone's on my side. You really have to wonder how far off the reservation <laughs> you were. Hey, I, I will take my 16.8 DK points, and I'm going to run to the bank with it. Don't play him here. Um, this is a terrible spot for him. Yes. Okay, agreed. Cool. Um, Tyler Chatwood, any interest here, guys? <laughs> Maybe. All right, cool. Yeah, nice. Maybe. Tyler Chat a little on the road. Like you have to have like more than zero interest. I just don't know how much higher than zero it actually is. The only issue like with Chatwood is his walker, right? It's just so high right now. But most of that's cores. Like the price on Fanduel is just super tempting at seventy one hundred. Like you get to play every bat you want if you do it. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, I mean, the Rockies pitchers had a lot of success in this matchup. Uh, Marquez pitched well last night, and then uh, who was it on Monday Oh, Jeff Hoffman, Hoffman, baby. Yeah, Hoffman pitched well. Uh, we know Chatwood's a lot better on the road. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't, don't hate it. I wish he was a little cheaper because I don't think anybody would play him, even if he was, you know, 5K on DraftKings. But 6900 seems a little steep. It's the worst price ever. Like, I don't know. He's a massive ground ball guy. It's still Philadelphia. Like, it's still a hitter's ballpark. Um, I think I'll pass. There's a couple guys that I think are really interesting on the slate. I just I don't know how much interest I'd have in Chatwood. What are we looking at here on the Rockies' bats, Derek? Uh, gotta like the lefties. Blackman hit a couple homers last night. Carlos Gonzalez really been heating up the last couple weeks. Uh, definitely love those two. Not too interested in the righties here. Um, 
Ellickson, only 26% hard contact to righties with a 45% ground ball rate. So, I mean, it is a small ballpark. You can still look at Arenado and Reynolds in tournaments, but uh, probably just Blackman and Cargo for me. CJ, I'm sure you got 100 tweets about Blackman today too, right? Uh, no, actually. Like, why did I get no credit for Blackman? I'm the one who was on him. I got none. I literally uh, got none. Listen to the tape. We were both on him, my friend. I'm sure, but like, why do I get no tweets? Um, but in all seriousness, uh, I think Arenado and Gonzo Homer in this spot. I love them mostly because they just broke my heart tonight. So like, I feel like tomorrow they would go match troll on me and just Homer in that small ballpark. Um, but yeah, I like that spot a lot. I don't think anyone. I don't think it's anyone's top option. I think like. Arenado's going to be like everyone's second or third option, which kind of can drop the ownership really quickly. So I, that's kind of my approach. I, I like those guys a lot. Um, all right. Looking at the Philadelphia side, is there anything that piques your interest here, CJ? No. Yeah, I think so too. Derek, anything? I mean, they had Andres Blanco bad in fifth last night. I don't really trust this offense right now. Saunders at 2,500 maybe. Sure. Let's move on. Kansas City at New York, uh, Jason Hamill against Luis Severino. Um, any interest here in Severino, uh, Derek? Yeah, definitely. 28% strikeout rate, price under 10K on both FanDuel and DraftKings. I uh, really like targeting right-handed pitchers against the Royals. Their offense has been a little bit better lately, but uh, still don't really have a lot that I'm scared of here. Mike Mustock is about the only one, uh, maybe Salvador Perez too, but uh, – Definitely like the strikeout upside for Severino and uh, quite a big favorite against Hamill. Um, I'm guessing you like him too, CJ. I hate chalk. I love to fade chalk in every way. I try to find reasons to fade chalk, but Severino, you just got to kind of eat. Yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see what like his ownership is. Like, Hi. We know Rich Hill's going to get love. Like, People love Rich Hill. And no, it's Chris Sale. Like everyone's gonna play Chris Sale. People play yeah. Chris Sale every day of the week, and they're gonna play him in this spot. Like Chris Sale is what's gonna save Severino from insanely high ownership. That's what I was. That's what that was my point. I, I was getting. Well, there. then don't start with freaking <laughs> Rick Hill, who you know I hate and won't keep my mouth shut with. <laughs> oh, blister boy, blister boy. Oh. All right, <laughs> you're gonna make the sale point start there. You know I can't keep my mouth shut when you bring up Rich Hill as a good pitcher. All right, let's talk some Royals bats. Is there anything that stands out to you here, Derek? No, I'm going to have a lot of Severino, so I probably won't have any uh, Kansas City. Uh, Perez and Moustakas would be the guys I'm looking at, but uh, I don't think I'm targeting them tonight. Uh, CJ, anything? One-offs, anything? No, not for me. I don't hate Moose as a one-off, but third base is going to be a position that it's always tough to play him as a one-off. Like A fantasy draft is the only time that I usually roster Moose. All right. This is actually need- a strong third base slate. Like you can make the case on this one. All right, fair enough. Um, all right. This is the stack for me today. Like I am going yeah. to have so much New York Yankee stack. Um, either one of you guys want to attempt to talk me off of this? I've been stacking against Hamill for how long now, Stevie? <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. He's I've been stacking against him for a month and a half. Like, the only thing I think that's nice about this is people won't play DD and Headley at the ownership levels they should. The only thing that's nice about this is the Yankees have cooled off for the last few days. and I just, Oh, no. People are still on it. It's just the DD Headley at the bottom of the order. No one's going to play them. Like, that's where your edge is. Derek, are you with us here? Are you on Team New York today? Oh, yeah. Definitely love the Yankees. Uh, Jason Hamill, 35% ground ball rate this year. Uh, they're going to be hitting in the air. Uh, and, yeah, he's just been bad. So, yeah, I'm on board. 
It's not even that, right? Like, yeah, he's not getting the ball on the ground. He's a five ball pitcher. It's the the contact is way up. It's up five percent. You know, the swinging strike rate is down two to three percent. The walk rate is like there's going to be runners on base. There's going to be so much RBI potential. The Sierra is over five. Like, nothing suggests that he's going to get better right now. And like, the Yankees are a team that can just absolutely pound and. I really think, like, isn't Chris Young the long man again? Like, won't we get Chris Young if Jason Hamill gets rocked? Like, uh, that's another fly ball pitcher in Yankee Stadium. Basically, none of those guys can get lefties out. None of them. Not one. This is going to be – oh, man. Like, I I don't ever like going 100% on, like, a 10-game slate, but I'm going to all day try to talk myself off of going 100% Yankees here. Didi and Headley, I'm going to say this once because I know that listeners are going to say, oh, I played Judge and Holiday and they didn't go off. Why was it Didi and Headley? Didi and Headley. All right. Sounds like we all are on the same page. Let's move on. San Diego at New York taking on the Mets. Jared Cozart against Robert Gesellman. Um, any interest here in either one of these pitchers, Derek? Uh, not really. Uh, Cozart has a 2.70 ERA if you guys want to play that card. Uh, but he has as many walks as strikeouts, uh, <laughs> terrible Sierra, and, yeah, big underdog on the road. And just so many strikeouts I've been there this year, so I'm not interested. CJ, any interest in these guys? This feels like the Gesellman trolls us with six innings and no earned runs and 5K start. I'm just warning us now. This oh. just feels like the troll start where we say, oh, let's get, load up on Solarte and Shimp and we get burned. Because this guy was talented last year, and then like he suddenly like was, was not anymore, and I just I feel like the overreaction public is going to be all over the Padres here, and I just don't know if I want to do it. Uh, yeah, like it, it's price, it's price, right? His price doesn't suck. No, the price isn't helping my my interest level. Like, couldn't you just be overpriced so I walked away? Like, if you want to play Sale, you're going to have to play, like, one of these mid-range guys. And, like, I'm not playing Rorick. I'm going down probably. So, I don't know. It would be interesting to see where I end up. I don't think it would be him, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't think it will be him either. I think I'm going to walk into another trap, but we'll talk about that shortly. All right, let's talk Padres, Bats, Derek. Anything stand out to you here? Uh, Giselman splits are kind of weird. He holds lefties under 300 Woba, but he does have a 35% hard contact. And then uh, 26% K rate against lefties. But then against righties, uh, lower hard contact rate, higher weighted on base average, and only a 15% strikeout rate. So uh, kind of contrasting splits there. Uh, don't mind Will Myers and Schimpf as one-offs. Uh, that's really it for me, though. Selman has a 4.5% home run with fly ball ratios against lefties. Um, that's going to regress for, you know, for anybody that's kind of curious. Um, anything on the Padres here, CJ? Solarte and Shimp, even though I just said they were traps. <laughs> hey, Shimp is locked in right now. I don't know if you watch him hit. Shimp's 3,300. I hit a lot of him tonight. And then Solarte's 2,800. Like, price enforcing here feels like something I have to do, no matter how much trappy I think the spot is. Looking at the Mets, um, are they still extremely priced up? I'm so mad that I didn't play Conforto yesterday. I liked him so much. I just let the price. Sorry. Don't be sorry, dude. Like you it's made my fault. Fun. I talked you off on it. I was like, you can't pay 4800 for Conforto. Although, to be fair, I said Blackman was 500 more. 
You did. You did. So say like, Parker. it wasn't like a bad idea, but yeah, he. And I said I wanted to play both. Remember, <laughs> I was like, I yeah. want to play both. <laughs> I was like, he's white hot. Uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with Conforto. He's super white hot. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that against Cozart for sure. All right, Derek, what are you looking at here on the Mets? Conforto had two hits in the first inning, right? A home run and a single. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will note that the Mets stack has massive upside, right? Because what happens if like he starts getting rocks in the first? Like this is the second time now in four, five days that their starter hasn't made it out of the first. Oh man, that bullpen's probably shattered right now. And it wasn't good to begin with. It's just like you're paying, you're paying, you're paying premium. And didn't Bruce leave the game? Yeah, but like the upside is they score 15, 16 runs, right? If if Kozar gets shelled in the first, like they have no choice, they have to leave him in. That could be fun. Um, so maybe a Mets stack. It just it'd be interesting to see what the lineup looks like. It's a pure Bruce. game theory stack, right? You're basically counting on him getting shelled. Yeah, um, Derek Mets. What do you think? Yeah, I like him. Uh, Conforto, Bruce. Um, you know, if you look at Kozar splits, he's actually a lot worse against righties. But the Mets don't really have any righties that we want to look at. So yeah, it's probably the lefties for me too. All right, let's move on. Angels at Tampa. Ricky Nolasco is. Terrible at baseball. Erasmo Ramirez, not the worst play on the slate. Um, CJ, what are you looking at here in pitching? You know I like Ricky Nolasco. Why are you making fun of me? Ricky Nolasco sucks. <laughs> He's been fine. Like, what's wrong with him? He's been he perfectly sucks. fine. He sucks at baseball. He didn't suck at that Oakland stack where he went a spot where he went seven innings and struck out ten. That didn't yeah. suck. Oakland sucks too, though. Yeah, so does Tampa. They struck out a gazillion times against righties, 26.6%. Yeah, and they, they can't hit a runs. slider. And you but know they... Nolasco loves to throw a slider. Oh, God. You're not talking about Nolasco. I'm taking my earbuds out. Maybe you can talk okay, to that's fine. Listeners. Like, this slate has no good pitching options. You're None. absolutely fucking nuts. Chris Sale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Chris Sale and Severino. Fine. After that, yeah. what would you like to roster? Um, Kyle Hendricks, but we'll get there. You want to play – I'll t- I'll talk about it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my God! You want to play Kyle Hendricks against lefties in that park? Are you out of your mind? Your boy Rich we'll, Hill. We'll talk about it. Yeah, Rich Hill against a freaking <laughs> power right-handed team. Like, good luck. Charlie with that. Charlie Morton. Maybe, maybe that's the only one you might get my interest in. But like, if this guy is like the fourth best starter on my board, you're not gonna start mocking him. Like Tampa strikes out a gazillion times, and they can't hit a slider. Like that. That's the argument. I'm sure I know there's lefties in there for power, and you can stack them if you want as a hedge. But Nolasco is firmly in play here. He really is as bad as you want him to be. All right, um, what's your thoughts, Derek? Uh, not too interested in Nolasco, but uh, I do see the argument. I mean, he does have a decent strikeout rate, and the Rays do lead the league in strikeouts against right-handed pitching. So I don't hate it. Uh, for Erasmo, uh, he only threw 65 pitches in the last start. He's done most of his work out of the bullpen, so I don't know how. You know, much they're going to stretch him in this spot. Um, even if he throws, you know, 80 pitches, it couldn't might not be more than five innings. Uh, and the Angels don't strike out a whole lot. So, Nolasco Me, also has some. I'm oh, sorry, I thought you were done. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were. Nolasco um, <laughs> also has a major home run positive regression coming. He's not going to give up 13 home runs for every 50 innings he pitches. Like that's not that's not sustainable. Like I'm sorry, it's just not. So. Like, he's given up 23 earned runs on the season, and he's given up 13 homers. Like, he's not as bad as you think. He's been running really, really bad, and Tampa's a beautiful place to finally start running better. 
Um. All right. Erasmo Ramirez. Um. Fifty. No. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute you. I can actually do that. I found out how <laughs> you, to do you that. You mute me. Fine. Like. You want a roster guy with no pitch count on I'm this tell, I'm saying don't play him. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> Why are you trolling our listeners like that? We're here to I'm give them the listeners. You're trolling them. You're like, Erasmo Ramirez is not in play. Erasmo Ramirez, now that CJ is not going to interrupt me after I say Erasmo Ramirez, <laughs> threw 65 pitches the first time he got in trouble. They pulled, him. they pulled him when he got in trouble. I'm going to mute both of you guys. Um, <laughs> they pulled him when he got in trouble. Don't play Erasmo Ramirez. Let's talk bats in this game. Um, good thing we didn't take questions because I'd be really tilted. Um, Angels bats, anything stand out to you, Derek? Uh, Mike Trout, Luis Valbuena, uh, Cameron Maben's been red hot since they uh, put him in the leadoff spot. Uh, he's had at least 18 fantasy points on Fanduel in six to seven games. I don't think I'm going to go that way, but uh, you know he's a streaky hitter. Uh, if you want to look at him, you know when it. when they had him up at the top of the Detroit lineup last year, he did the same thing. Like yeah. he was hitting second or or first, and he got like extremely hot for like three weeks, and then somebody came back and like they moved him back down the lineup, and he sucked the rest of the season. So maybe maybe he's just ego hungry. Who knows? Uh, CJ, anything here for the Angels? If you pay forty six hundred for Cameron Maven, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see his price. <laughs> I, I know you haven't. There's no way you would have said his name if you saw his price. I Calhoun at thirty one hundred. I would tack on to the stack before I tacked on Maven. Fair enough. Um, since Ricky Nolasco is God, I'm sure CJ doesn't want to play any Tampa bats. Derek, I said you could play a hedge stack with the lefties. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I was going to get myself into with this podcast. <laughs> this is every day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I listen. I just, I'm the mediator here. Oh, Derek, what do you like here for Tampa? Anything? Yeah, Dickerson, Morrison. Uh, I like both of them. That's it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Texas at Boston. Martin Perez against Chris Sale. Chris Sale, biggest favorite on the slate. Two fifty-five favorite here. Um, I'm guessing we all like Sale. Yes. Yep. So, CJ, thumbs up. He, I yeah. mean, what are you gonna say? Like, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's going up against Martin Perez. You can pretty much count that win in the bank. Um, I'm guessing cash games notorious. You're going to do everything you can to play sale here. Yep. Same as tonight with Kershaw. Just got to get him in your lineup. Yeah. Kershaw's good at baseball. Um, CJ, any interest in um, the bats on Texas? Anybody? Are they getting the Kershaw treatment on Fandle yet? They should be. Our boy sale is. Uh, yeah. They're all, they're all Not- 2,400 or less. They're all 2,400 or less, so they're kind of getting the quasi-treatment. That's not a terrible idea, though. No, Lucroy at 2,400, I think, is viable. We haven't talked about a catcher yet. Eh, I don't hate that. Um, just, yeah, that would probably be it. Like First base is so loaded, you can't play Napoli, right? No, and there's not like I'm not playing Elvis Andrews or anything like that. So, yeah, it would kind of just be a Lucroy or a Torino. If Torino's cracks the lineup. Definitely would have interest there. Um, the Torres, anything here for Texas for you? These cheap prices, anything stand out in cash? Uh, not for cash. But I mean, I do like Luke Croy as a one-off in tournaments uh, if you're looking for some savings. All right, we hate stacking against um, Perez. Uh, what do you think here, Notorious? Yeah, he's definitely not a guy that gets lit up a lot, but he does have 
you know, 33% hard contact, 362 expected well against righties. Uh, it's a great ballpark, so you can definitely look at the right-handed bats here. Uh, what about you, uh, CJ? Anything on Boston? Uh, stack, stack, and stack. All right, I got two guys that stand out to me here for uh, Boston. Sam Travis got called up. If he's on, I don't even know if he's on the sites yet, but he's not. I he's mid salary on Fanduel. Two K. Oh, is he really? Yes. Um, so Sam Travis got called up. He's probably only going to play against lefties, but the guy, the guy is very, very talented. Um, hitting 337 in the minors this season. He's really good against lefties. It looks like they called him up to let him hit against lefties in Moreland. You know, they're going to platoon first base is what it sounds like from reading uh, why yesterday. Why couldn't this be the day slate so no one could listen to everyone tout Sam Travis all day? Nobody's going to tout Sam Travis. Oh, yes, they will. We know who Sam Travis is, CJ, because of being Red Sox fan. I don't think people are going to tout. Derek, honestly, did you know who Sam Travis was? So I do my template for the grind down and uh, copied the lineup in here and then saw his name in there. So I Googled him, and now I know who he is. Oh, my God. If he's like – oh, he's on this slit 2K. He's not on – I don't see him on DraftKings, but he's on Phantom. Oh, my God. Sam Travis at 2K is the definition of – There's your – in your cash games, this is what you do. A, I'm playing cash because I can play Sam Travis at 2K. You play Chris Sale, and then you lock in Sam Travis. Like, it's your next click. There you go. Um, I, I love Sam Travis at 2K. Like, yes. It's the same price as Rob Wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help but laugh. Um, well, anyway, he should bat fourth or fifth, I would guess. And then Chris Young should hit – you know, right around him and Chris Young's 2.5 K. I think those are two guys um, definitely in play here against Perez. I don't want him batting fourth or fifth. He needs to bat sixth because if people, if he bats fourth or fifth, people are going to start looking him up. Let him bat sixth and let Young bat a bat him. It's his first game. Let Young bat against him. It will be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, My goal is to keep Sam Travis ownership down all, all right. day. Down. Let's, let's stop talking about him. Our listeners know who Sam Travis is. Let's move on. Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Trevor Williams against Julio Tehran. This game's in a delay right now. Um, don't know if they're going to actually try to get it started back. It's midnight on the East Coast. I haven't seen any tweets about it. Um, Williams, I'm guessing nobody has interest in either one of these pitchers. No. How about is Tehran been on at home? It's season? the ballpark, dude. It yeah. is. This ballpark is just playing good to lefties, and like you look at Tehran against lefties, and he's just so bad. Like he's going to get shelled in this ballpark when it gets. <laughs> 95 to 100 degrees. It's like going to be core south. Against him. Yeah. It's going to be core south in that park as soon as it gets hot. Um, Let's talk some bats here. Like This game has a nine total. I don't think it's an easy write-off game. Uh, anything on the Pittsburgh side, Derek? Definitely love the lefties. Uh, 346, Woba, 35% hard contact from Tehran against left-handed hitters. So uh, love Josh Bell here. Um, I don't really play John Jaso, but don't hate him at the price, 2600 and 3000 on DraftKings. Adam Frazier, decent pop for a leadoff guy. Um, Looks like there's a lot of weather right? in this game tomorrow, too, so make sure you guys are watching Kevin Roth here on this game. Uh, it makes sense because there's a massive storm coming through Florida tomorrow, too. Um, CJ, anything on the Pirates outside of Josh Bell? Everybody knows you like Josh Bell. Matt Adams is 2400 That's on the Atlanta side. We'll get there. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Hey, he was my home run call today. We called it. We, we liked him on the podcast. It was back-to-back games and home runs. Uh, yeah, you guys, there's nobody else. Fine. 
All right. Uh, let's. I'll, I'll let you. You know. You, go ahead, Matt Adams. Matt Adams and Darren Ciarte. I don't know how we didn't get a steal today. Like he was on first twice oh, today with nobody so on second. Like, oh, what? It's unbelievable. It's like, okay, you could steal two bases now, and he didn't even try. It's like you gotta be kidding me. You know what, Jose Abreu, go f yourself. Um, <laughs> yes, like I, I, I'm in a bracket tournament, and the guy takes Jose Abreu with his last pick, and I'm beating him by twelve, and that's the last player that we have going. I have Lamb, so I guess I'm still alive. So go after yourself. Um, I mean, he took Abreu and got a bad lefty in a freaking total where it's a hundred. No, it's a great pick, but whatever. Go after yourself. Um, <laughs> Derek, what do you like? Your we love opinion? you if you listen to this podcast. By the way, we no, love I you don't. So. Go after yourself. Um, <laughs> anything on the Atlanta, Derek? Uh, so yeah, Braves have a pretty high uh, implied run total, so I do like the lefties, Adams, uh, Ncrte. <laughs> And Matt Camp, uh, I've been playing him quite a bit this year. Uh, I like him as well. All right, moving on. San Francisco, Ash Chicago, Matt Morgan's Kyle Hendricks. Um, any interest in these pitchers, Derek? Uh, I don't play Matt Moore outside of uh, AT&T Park. Kyle Hendricks is uh, interesting. Got off to a slow start uh, earlier in the year. He's been a lot better his last few. Um, Giants haven't been great offensively. Uh, really been struggling against right-handed pitching. So I can see uh, the argument for Hendricks. CJ, any interest in the pitchers here? No. You know, Kyle Hendricks is at the whim of Joe Madden just yanking him at 85 pitches because he feels like it. I love Kyle Hendricks in the spot. Um, we got a win projected to be blowing it in at 20 to 25 miles an hour throughout this whole game. So, Oh, well, that might change things slightly. Yeah, well, you know, got to gotta always look at the weather page when it comes to the Cubs. I was like, there's no total. Well, let's look. I bet you this game opens at seven, seven and a half. I'll um, take the under. If it's really blowing it at twenty to twenty-five and it's fifty degrees in Chicago, I'll take the under on seven. Yep. So gonna be fifty degrees, wind blowing in. Um yeah, the risk is always there of Kyle Hendricks getting pulled at eighty pitches. We saw it happen so many times last year. I agree with that. Giants have been one of the worst teams in baseball this season against right-handed pitching. Um they're ranked twenty-seventh in team Woba. They're striking out twenty percent of the time. They're just not hitting the ball hard. Their their ISO is in the bottom five, so I think Hendricks is definitely in play. I like the fact that he's not over 9K on this slate. So if he does get pulled at 85 pitches, it's there. But, you know, he's thrown 90 pitches now in every game this season. So I I, I guess I'll just take the risk. But I think he's firmly in play here. Um, as far as bats go, I don't think you play anybody in this game, right? Like if the wind's blowing in, it's 50 degrees. It's going to be hard enough to hit home run here. Like is there anybody that you like here, Derek? Definitely not on the Giants' side. Uh, don't mind Chris Bryant against lefties. But, I mean, that, like I mentioned, it's going to be cold. The wind's blowing in uh, from left field. So, definitely a tough spot for home runs. Yeah, and like you said, blowing in from left field. So, like, Chris Bryant – like, Chris Bryant's Chris Bryant. Can he hit a home run? Yes. But blowing in from left field definitely hurts those chances. Uh, CJ, is there anything you like here bats-wise? No, not really. I, I, I kind of would like the stack if it wasn't blowing in, but I don't get to choose the weather, so no. Weather is important in some ballparks. We talk about it all the time. Wrigley is one of those ballparks that is old and not designed for the new age. Let's move on. Last two games of the night, we got Detroit at Houston. Daniel Norris against Charlie Morton. Nine total in this game. Charlie Morton, a big favorite. Uh, Derek, any interest in these pitchers? 
Yeah, I always have interest in Charlie Morton. I think us three have been the biggest uh, Morton fans to start the year. You know, I ride him up in the Grand Down every day. And you guys see him talk about him every day. Uh, increased velocity this year. He's always had that high ground ball rate. And when you add a good strikeout rate to it, uh, he's just really tough, uh, especially on right-handed hitters. And actually, it's been uh, reverse splits since the start of last year. But uh, historically, he struggled with lefties. And, uh, you know, I trust the long-term stats over that. So I do like him in a right, against a right-handed heavy Tigers lineup. To be fair, um, it, it took me a few starts to get on board with CJ on Charlie Morton. I absolutely hated Charlie Morton. I thought he was terrible. He, you know, he's a lot better than he used to be. I will say that. But I, I, I wanted to make the, the story straight there. CJ, I'm guessing you like Morton here against Detroit. Yeah, I do. I kind of think Daniel Norris is the 1% to 2% guy that has upside. Like, we know Houston can't hit lefties, and we know they strike out a ton, and we know Norris has good stuff. Can Norris get blown up? Sure. Can Norris go strike out nine and, and completely blow up the entire slate? Yes. Um, I, I think if you're playing a bunch of lineups, you have to consider having some Norris in tournaments. Like, he's talented. You know, we talk about a, guy, a lot of guys in the slate that don't have talent. He hasn't. He just hasn't shown it. All right, Derek, I'm so glad you're on the podcast with us today. Please tell him that Houston does not strike out against left-handed pitching anymore. Yeah, oh, that's what? A month, a month and a half uh, Come on. There, there's seven, eight, nine hitters. Uh, all have uh, 22% strikeout rate or higher, but, you know, one through six, uh, really low strikeout rates and high walk rates. And if you look at their expected weighted on base average, it's a lot higher than their actual weighted on base average. So, and I'm expecting some positive regression there in terms of their numbers against lefties. Um, you know, I was actually on Norris in his last start. Can't remember who's who he was facing, but uh, probably not going to be on him tonight. I like Daniel Norris. I just don't like the spot for him. Um, I just don't see a lot of upside. But I do agree, CJ. I do think he'll be two to five percent owned. I think you got that point right. Um, and can you do me a favor every I mean, day? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Every day, can you make fun of the ace that's pitching? You made fun of Granky on Monday. You made fun of. Kershaw yesterday. Well, I didn't make fun. Uh, time out. Time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said Kershaw was not worth the price tag today. That's all I said. I never said he couldn't go out and throw a good game. I said he wasn't worth the talent. I said I would rather roster Schumacher, Duffy, and Montgomery. Which one of those three did not pitch well today? None of them. I'm just uh, – Okay, then. I just it's, – it's becoming like the Derek Cardi effect. Like, Have you seen Kershaw's line? I just pulled it up. I hadn't looked at points. it. That's fine. I got 24 for 3K less. I He's going to get the complete game too. He's going to get the complete game. Stevie, what happened when you said about – Oh, yes. I just I totally just jinxed that. All right. Um, <laughs> Detroit Bats, is there anything that stands out to you here against Morton, um, CJ? Uh, no, other than I'm just watching that they – like the Diamondbacks up two to seven to bring in Jorge De La Rosa against righties. So we might get the bottom of the ninth for Arizona after all. <laughs> Derek, is there anything here for you on Detroit or Houston? Uh, nothing on Detroit. I like Morton uh, a little bit in this spot. And, uh, yeah, just high ground ball rate and high strikeout rate. Not really a good matchup for Detroit. For Houston, uh, I think you look at the one through five hitters here. Uh, Carlos Correa, you know, if you look at just his weighted on base average, really struggles against lefties, but uh, his expected weighted on base average quite a bit higher. I think we see some regression there, 38% hard contact rate. So uh, a lot of people keep fading him against lefties, but uh, I like him quite a bit. And then uh, the rest of the one through five as well. CJ smashed his hand on his head when you started talking about Houston. I'm guessing you don't like Houston here, uh, CJ. 
No, I think that this is really a small sample size against left-handed pitching. Like, I'm sorry, but like it's Marlon Gonzalez since the start of 2016 has struck out 26%. Beltran's at 25, Reddick's at 23, Reckman's at 23, Springer's at 23, like Correa's at 19. Reddick doesn't usually play against lefties, though. Sure. Okay. So who's gonna play? Marisnik. He's at twenty eight percent. That's worse. Like, I'm sorry. This is a small sample size. Everyone's reacting like, oh, they haven't struck out against lefties yet this season. But like, they didn't suddenly just ma- get this magic powder and suddenly learn not to strike out. Like, Guriel is very good. Like for sure. I-, I won't. I'll give you that. And so is Altuve. But outside of that, they all strike out. They really do. Daniel Norris has a nineteen percent strikeout rate against righties and a thirty nine point seven percent hard contact rate against righties. I didn't say that he can't get blown up. I've made it quite clear he can get blown up. I just said that there's upside here. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on. Last game of the night, St. Louis at L.A. Mike Leak against Rich. I get a lot of blisters. Hill. Um, Derek, you're the cash game guy. Any of these pitchers stand out to you here? No, not really. Uh, I think we mentioned a few different guys that I'd rather uh, pitch tonight. Um, but Rich Hill, talk us into him, Stevie. Rich Hill, um, he gets blisters. He doesn't pitch more than um, 80 pitches. Um, you know, I, I, I really wish that I had Derek Cardi on today. I like you guys a lot. But I he loves the Dodgers. He loves Wood. He loves Rich Hill. And I love just being like, every time he starts to talk about Hill, I just blister, blister, blister. <laughs> so, I, you know, CJ, I'm guessing you don't like these guys. No, not at all. All right, let's talk some bats here. Um, one of the lower totals on the slate. Is there anything on the Cardinals here? That's how I feel too. Um, Dodgers bats. <laughs> Mike Leak, not the worst pitcher in the world. He doesn't give up a lot of hard contact. Does face one of the better teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. Uh, Derek, is there anybody here that are in the Dodgers? I usually really like the Dodgers against righties, but not really a great spot. Like you mentioned, Leak's a better uh, real-life pitcher than uh, daily fantasy pitcher, high ground ball rate, really low hard contact rate. Uh, I don't mind Grandal. He's really seeing the ball well right now. Corey Seager's always in play. Uh, probably both one-offs for me. All right. Um, CJ, anything for the Dodgers? I know Grandal's your favorite player in the world. Hey, I'm not having shit about Grandolf for a long time. That guy's a, that guy steps up in the clutch. You know, when all the money's on the line, he steps up. Uh, uh, we were talking about it pre-show, the three of us. And if you guys have not watched the Grandolf homer from Tuesday night, make sure you go back and watch that. He watched that ball go out. He hit it so hard. Been worth more. To be honest, it went a long way. Yeah, that was. He I like the lefties here. I think they're kind of a spot that no one's going to attack. You know, I, I kind of think like you're going to get Seager, Bellinger, Grandall all super low owned like you did tonight. And I don't hate the idea of using them as one offs in this spot because we know Lee can give up some home runs on lefties. Yeah, the only guy that I kind of worry about right now is my boy. Like, I I love Jock, but like he is, he's struggling right now. Um, I need to see Jock get some hard hits. He's not even barreling the baseball right now. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, Woo. all the way through. We're going to play some home run derby, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, there's no course field. We're going to say both slates are in play. Everything is good. Derek knows how the um, veto works, and Derek, you get to go bat leadoff here. All right, so uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> Let's target uh, CJ's boy in Alaska. <laughs> Go ahead. Not getting a veto uh, from CJ here. Nope. 
Uh, yeah, I'll go Corey Dickerson. All right, see Dick. CGL, you go next. I just want to see if there's any BVP that I can kind of just throw in here as like a last-minute joke and look at it. Uh, all right, so the good K rate. They have some home. They hit some home runs against them. So, wow, that's the most random BVP in the world, by the way. If you look at the Rays, like all the damage has been done by Ricky Weeks. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> that's so random. 11 for 24 with two home runs. Uh, it literally has been all done by Ricky Weeks. Um, baller. Ricky Weeks is a baller. Yeah, I love Nolasco after looking at that BVP even more now. Um, okay. Oh, for, for what it's worth, BVP-wise, Mike Leak has dominated the current Dodgers. Yes, he has. Um, I will take uh, Conforto. All right, I'm going to go super obvious with my first pick and go Aaron Judge. Nah. No? Nah, I don't think so. No. Not going to let me have it? Then nah. I'll go uh, I'll go with the GOAT, Gary Sanchez. Vito. I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you both so much right now. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Coordination, diamond. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Stevie gives us great plays, and then we just destroy his favorite too. Really did, and I'm just I'm, I'm going to completely stay on brand here and go Brett Gardner, and then I'm going to go. Oh man, you guys messed me up so bad. I thought one of them would get vetoed. I really did. I'm going to go Sam Travis. Oh come on! First game. First game is a out. pro, baby. That's fine. You can have it. Like I like to play, but you can have it. Uh, I'm up next, right? Yep. DD. All right, Tori, you get to go back to back here. All right, I'll go Josh Bell off of Tehran in that park. And yeah, uh, I'm not letting you have Bell. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> uh, I love the pick, but I'm not letting you have Bell against Tehran in that ballpark ever. Okay. Yeah, doesn't it suck to get messed up? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go Sam Travis, too. Um, all right. We need to stop talking about Sam Travis. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been too much at this point. Like, we just got to like, put an embargo on it at this point. Yeah, like, I haven't played on FanDuel in a couple days. I'm just going to play there because he's on there. All right, so I'm going to attack that hard contact that Daniel Norris uh, keeps giving up to righties, and I will go uh, – Carlos Correa. All right, you got one more here. Jeez, so much pressure. You're never ready for the home run derby segment. No, I know. Same with basketball. I was never ready for the, the game. The game. I miss uh, basketball. I missed the account that kept track of it, so I don't have to. Uh, what Yankees haven't we mentioned yet? All of them. They're all out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, cargo. Oh, I like that. Wish I would have given you Bell now. CJ, you're up. I'm gonna take Fat Adams. Okay, well, there's no vetoes left, so you're gonna get him. Um, you would veto that if you could have, though. I'm sure you weren't gonna let me get him against Trevor Williams in that park. I'll take my odds of him not hitting a third home run in the third day. I don't know though. That ballpark, the lefties. That ballpark, at lefties and Trevor Williams. Adams was a great pickup by the Braves. Like, yeah, so that was, that was good smart. Um, let's see. I'm going to go 
Good early slate. There's a bunch of stuff on the early slate. We haven't talked about it too much here. I'm going to go with my favorite kind of one-off on the early slate. I'm going to go Stanton. Sunny Gray sucks. Anyway, um, Derek, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Oh, it's fun doing the three math. Yeah, if SBK wasn't such a jerk, like we're used to these three mans. Anyway, you guys can check out Derek over there on the grind down every day. First look as well. CJ, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Player who shall not be named is going to be a GPP winning play. All right. Well, no, no, no player I know. But if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you check them out. It's PlayDraft. Dot com backslash grinders that way you get the 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks if you want to play me always feel free to challenge me at stevie tpfl on there you can tilt me with a jose abreu home run to beat me um that happens so anyway make sure you guys check them out really fun and uh, appreciate them sponsoring the podcast and we'll be back tomorrow good luck in your contest and we'll see you guys then Bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy, but it's an important one. And that's why we've launched the DFS Analyzer. DFS Analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage. Just upload your contest history, and in seconds, DFS Analyzer will show you winnings, ROI, records by sport, contest type, and more. Don't just view your results, analyze them and gain an edge. Try our free DFS Analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.